Thank you so much for checking out the audio version of my channel, Ruslan KD, can you stream out loud on all platforms? If you, yes, you find this valuable, the best way you can reach me, the best way you can give me feedback, the best way you can even hop into a group Zoom call with me is through our King's Dream Patreon community. So consider partnering with us there. The link is in the description of this podcast. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Now enjoy. Bruce Lawn. This is a video responding to John Cooper from his YouTube channel, Cooper Stuff. Uh, just to be fully transparent, I have reached out to John Cooper multiple times about coming on the channel based on your guys's uh, requests to have him on the channel. He's never gotten back to me. John Cooper is a musician from the band named Skillet, classic, iconic Christian rock band and he now does like a podcast and kind of does like some commentating stuff and i watched this latest episode i've never watched all of his videos uh it was rather long if i'm honest with you and there was some really really good stuff that he said that i totally agree with him on uh probably sounds like we even have some things in common eschatologically um eschatologically is that how you say it? eschatologically uh in times views and then uh there's some stuff that i definitely disagree with him on regarding i just i'll just show you guys but it's this whole idea of getting canceled and musicians and all of this stuff that is impact impacting or can be impacting people some of the problematic things that i think he mentions and some things that i think the ultimate conclusion i agree with the ultimate conclusion and i got a bunch of bible verses for you to give you some practical wisdom and instructions on how not to get canceled. This is a video called Art and Business in Light of Cancel Culture. Here we go. I'll play you guys a couple clips and uh, and, and, and we'll, we'll do our best to um, unpack it a little bit. I think it might be time for us to put our money where our mouth is in terms of, of, of cancel culture. Christians, does it matter what I spend my money on? We're going to talk about that. In my view, some things are changing in culture so much that that is really worth talking about. Um, I think that it's different than it was a year ago, five years ago. You might not agree. I don't mind at all. By the way, it's just going to be my opinion, my analysis of where we're going. So he opens with this idea of things changing in culture, things changing even from a year ago. And this is more or less his analysis. And he opens up with a really cool Bible verse in Isaiah. And he talks about... I think he's post-millennial, I believe. But I could be wrong. And he's talking about this... This idea of the church leading the culture, leading the world in art, in business, in music. I pray for a time when the mountain of God, if you will, all right, the kingdom of God, that is his, his government, the government of God would be so known in all of the earth that it would be, the kingdom of God would be the chief mountain above all other mountains, all right? I love it. I love it, and I'm praying for the same thing. And the question that I would have for a lot of you guys watching this is how do we get to this place if we're praying for this place? I pray on earth in my lifetime um, that the mountain of the Lord would be the highest of, of all the mountains. Now, we already know, of course, Christ already rules over all. But in terms of the way that the world would see the kingdom of God, that it would be that the kingdom of God would be made known. Mm. I believe that the church is the instrument of, of God on earth. Amen. What I would love to see and what I pray for is that the church would be so mighty in the earth. And not just that we'd be mighty, because I know that kind of that could sound like 
Does that mean the church is going to be the government? I don't mean that. I mean the church would be so full of wisdom that the world, the, 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 all the nations would stream to the government of God, right? The, mm. To the mountain of God, the highest mountain. The, the, that the nations of the world would come to the church to find wisdom. That the nations of the world would come to the church to be influenced by art, music, come on. entertainment, film, business, financial decisions, how to live debt-free lives, come on. how to parent. The, the world will come to the church and say, my kids are going crazy, and I just don't know what to do. I don't, I, don't know how, I don't know how to help this. What can we do? Maybe the church can give us answers. Why? Because we have answers because we have the wisdom of the Word of God. And so when we apply the Word of God in our lives, that we would make all of life holy. You've probably heard me talk about this on my podcast before, but I'm very passionate about it. So, that, okay, so I love that. Now, somebody who's like, uh, that sounds like dominionism. dominionism. Um, I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't think so. This is post-millennialism. There's a, there is a difference. There is a difference, okay? So what he's saying is if the church operates under the ways of God and the wisdom of God, then the world will by by proxy will want to follow the church, right? Not because it agrees with us theologically necessarily, but because we are the head and not the tail. And if you look at the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, there that that that, that phrase is used. You will be the head and not the tail. You will be uh, the lender, not the borrower, so on and so forth. That was a promise for the children of Israel. So I'm with him here. I think I think it's super uh, dope that what he's saying. And then the, he, then he makes this point, which I also think is an interesting point. Right, check this out. We make all of life holy in my personal life, in my family's life, in my community's life. That when the church begins to do that, well, I believe that if we apply the principles of the Word of God in wisdom, that the church will be f- fruitful. I believe that. We- Amen. When we apply the words of God in wisdom, we, the truth will, the church will be fruitful, right? And he talks about making every area of your life holy. Holy just means set apart. A lot of Christians compartmentalize their faith to just Sunday morning or maybe just youth group or college group or a small group. But he's talking about every area, right? And that's why he's mentioning stuff like I mentioned stuff on his channel, like being debt free, right? So, so far, I, I love it. Well, uh, we will uh, not only be fruitful financially, economically. I think that our our, our kids will be, um, you know, they will excel in, in, in education and their work and finances and relationships. Here's the deal. Right now, like divorce rates in the church are just as bad as they are outside of the church. So we are not currently acting like the mountain of the Lord. That's just Mm. an example. That's not to condemn anybody that's been through divorce. My point is, is that right now we're not really acting all that different Mm. than the world. Mm. And Mm. so how are nations going to stream up? Why why would nations say, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord. Let's go to the church to find wisdom when their lives are just as broken as ours. Wow. So, okay. So, so he shared what he's praying for. Kind of from his, uh, you know, his, 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 I always butcher the word, kind of from his position in terms of eschatology. And then he says, you know, the, the, the prayer of the world coming to the mountain of, of the, the God and all that kind of stuff, which I'm like there. Then he makes this point of, however, the church is not that. 
when we look at what? All measurable metrics of people who claim to be representatives of the church, Christians, which maybe we should just start saying followers of Jesus, right? Disciples of Jesus. But when you look at Christians in culture, divorce rates the same, depression, debt, we don't look much different than the world. Hmm. So then, if we're talking about influencing the world, how can you influence the world? How can you influence those far from God if you're claiming to be close to God, but your life looks no different than theirs? So maybe, out the rip, we have a priority problem. Maybe out the rip, we have a management problem. Maybe out the rip, we have an identity problem. Maybe we have a wisdom problem. Maybe there are a bunch of people claiming to be Christians, claiming to be saved, that aren't actually saved. Maybe. Maybe their priorities and how they view all of these things is out of whack. And so, why would the world look at them? If, if, if I'm looking for answers about breakthrough in my marriage, why would I go to somebody that has no breakthrough in their marriage? If I'm looking for answers about somebody to get, to get breakthrough in my finances or in my family, why would I go to someone whose finances or family's worse? Right? If I'm looking for breakthrough in my mental health and my peace and my contentment, why would I go and ask questions from someone whose situation doesn't look any better than mine's, but it looks worse? Okay, so that's an interesting that's an interesting point he, he makes here is we don't look much different than the world, statistically speaking. To me, that's an identity issue. To me, I think there's a bunch of folks masquerading around as Christians who may not be Christians. He makes a mistake later on in the video that reaffirms this. I'm going to get there. Okay, so just just, just, just be, bear with me because he starts doing it. He reveals it, right? It's like he starts off so good and I'm like, yes. But as it goes on, I start seeing, I start seeing the issues. Lives are falling apart at the same rate. Their divorce rates are the same. Their uh, single mom... Yeah, uh, uh, children born out of wedlock is the same. Yep. Suicide rates the same. Yep. You get my point, right? We, as the kingdom of God, as the people of God, we should be making all of life holy in sanctification through the Holy Spirit. So, for starters, I agree with him. I think he's spot on. I think we should be making all of life holy. I think the issue is we aren't, or there's people masquerading, and then we have the world looking at us and, uh, and, and and what we're known by isn't always known by kingdom. We're known by something else. And, and, and now watch this. How does that work when Christians are making art, when Christians are making film? How do you make art in a world that wants to cancel you for maybe the art that you would make? Now, Skillet hasn't been canceled yet, which is wonderful. I hope that we don't get canceled. Could that happen? I don't know. I never thought Dr. Seuss would get canceled. I didn't think. So now he starts making this this false equivalency to to Dr. Seuss and Christians getting canceled. Odd. Thought we were talking about living life God's ways and and being known, you know, for the wisdom of God. 
Okay. Hmm. Now we're talking about Dr. Seuss and cancel culture. This is interesting. You know, uh, Corona would, uh, how do you say it? I never say it right. Corona? No, Corona. <laughs> Corona's a beer. Corona? I don't know how to say it, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, so now he's talking about the lady who got canceled off the, uh, the, the, the TV show that was doing a, a video. So now he's talking about conservatives. Okay. Now I don't think she shouldn't have been canceled. I think it's super goofy that Dr. Seuss can't be resold on eBay. Are there some false equivalencies here? I am of the feeling that we Christians and we conservatives, I know a lot of people. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? That we Christians and we conservatives. Hmm. Dr. Seuss wasn't a conservative. He says that later on in the video. I think it's very interesting how we go from recognizing that the church has an issue, then at the same time swap out church with conservatives and and categorize those the same. That's really interesting to me. That's really, really interesting to me. I I wonder if there's something to that identity issue where now the word Christian and conservative is synonymous. And I had a fringe conservative on the channel, Bryson Gray, and we talked about what they believe. And once we got to the bottom of what, we be- what they believed, I mean, you can you can decide on if that's Christian or not. You know what I mean? The the the, the framework. So so out the gate, I see this issue of comparing and interchanging church with conservative Christians with whatever the lady's name is, who got canceled from this. Reddit, why? Why are we doing this? Is every Christian a conservative? Is every conservative a Christian? I'm not talking about conservative in your morality or conservative in your theological framework. I'm just posing a question, right? And if you're struggling with this, go watch and listen to Tadashi on the Southside Rabbi episode with KB and Amin, and they do a fantastic job describing, unpacking some of this. Okay, and I don't have a problem with Republicans or conservatives or Trump voters. So please don't don't let's just not do that. Just had one of the biggest Trump supporters on the channel. His name is Bryson Gray. All right. So don't don't do that. But it's just something to think about. Right. Why are we now interchanging the labels and we're making equivalencies? Right. Why are we now interchanging and making equivalencies? And this is, by, by the way, this is this is across the board. We see this on almost every Christian platform. This this there's this equivalency happening, right? And so, it's interesting, interesting. Let's keep watching. And this, or maybe you're just conservative. Maybe you're not religious at all. Some people watch this aren't conservative or religious, and I'm glad you're watching too. I want to make an argument. We'll see if you agree. I wonder if we're in a different time than we were 10 years ago. If you told me 10 years ago that I would be saying, guys, Christians, conservatives, people. So he did it again. You know, of like mine, I think we need to begin to spend your money on the things that you believe. Buy things from people of like mind, all right? I n- I'm telling you, I never thought that I would be the one saying that. I would be like, oh, come on. That, that makes it sound like we want our own little Christian bubble. You know, Christian... Christian candy, Christian chicken. Actually, Chick Fil A is the best chickens ever. Anyway, uh, I mean, he's 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 spitting facts there. You know, Christian chicken, Christian barbecue sauce, Christian shoes, Christian music, Christian books. Go on and on. I never thought that I wanted to live in that bubble, and I do not want to live in that bubble. 
But things are changing. So now we know Dr. Seuss, six of Dr. Seuss's books got canceled. Um, I, I don't un- like. <laughs> <laughs> I, the 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 way he 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 goes from Christian to Dr. Seuss and back to Christian is really interesting to me. Is really now, now to be fair, Dr. Seuss got canceled or canceled. I don't know. I don't know the sequence, but from my understanding, the publisher decided to pull him, pull pull those six books. The publisher decided to do that, right? I don't know if there was an outrage, and I don't know. I don't know the timeline of things, but. I would ask him, hey, when when is it appropriate to cancel something? Like, at what point do we say, hey, this is from 50 years ago and it's extremely insensitive and maybe we should cancel it? Maybe we should pull it. Maybe it's not appropriate. If Is there ever a time to do that, right? Or, like, are you cool with minstrel shows still being up? Are you cool with, like, grotesque? Um, stereotypes of, I don't know, black people with watermelon being in in literature and it being read to our kids. I don't know. I don't know. I think the Dr. Seuss thing, yes, a bit much. However, we're comparing apples and oranges. And further on, you're talking about um, the book getting, uh, not being able to be resold on eBay, which is, is, I think, goofy. I, I would agree there. So again, the way he's intertwining, yeah, the Dr. Seuss Foundation pulled the books, right? The way he's intertwining conservative christian dr seuss mandalorian is is just mind mind-boggling to me government doesn't need to censor something if we create a culture where you're not allowed to say certain things if we create a culture that does that and there's no incentives if businesses yank your stuff if book publishers yank your stuff i even said that as as an example a, a while back if you've got a publisher that drops that drops you. Uh, you're, you're, you you've written a book. Your publisher drops the book because they don't want to be associated with you. You've just said hate speech or whatever you've done. Well, now there's going to be incentive for you say Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Books a Million, whoever. There's going to be incentive for those companies to also drop your book. In other words, not just enough for the publisher. So let's just say. That I wrote a book, and then my publisher says, I'm dropping John Cooper's book because it's too awesome. And they drop a book because it, I don't know, whatever. It's hate speech. Well, what if Barnes & Noble says, we're not dropping the book? Well, now Barnes & Noble gets hammered from Twitter, from the social justice warriors, from the the hyper-left folks, because they are supporting hate speech. So now Barnes & Noble also has to drop the book because they have to virtue signal, right? So if they don't drop the book, then they're not, you know, they're not woke anymore. They need those, here boy, here boy, they need those woke cookies. Did you guys catch that? Did you guys catch that? Did you guys catch that? The otherizing? Woke cookies, right? You caught that. This isn't an attack on, on, on John Cooper. I actually like John. I, I would love for him to come on the channel. This is, attack on, this is an attack on the ideas. The other rising out the gate, right? The 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 gaslighting. So let's so let's talk about it. First of all, um, it's it's twenty twenty one. Off rip. Who's? Why do you need a book publisher? Just just legitimate question, right? Why do you need a book publisher? Right, and then he goes on later to say, "Oh, I was watching this documentary on hip hop, and hip hop. They said that you can't say Jesus, and you got to promote the negative side to get played on the radio, and you got to be on the radio. And then the more you hear something on the radio, then you start liking it. So we're talking about book book publishing, record labels, corporations, and radio. Uh, John, my brother, you sound like an utter boomer. This is 2021. You do not need a record company. You." 
absolutely don't need a freaking radio station. Like radio? Radio? We talking about practice? Radio? And a book publisher? The I, this is old media. This is old head energy, right? This is old head energy. You got Toby who just blew up without a label and just did late night TV independently. There's not a single cuss word in his music. There's not a single word degrading women. His wife is in all the music videos and he's, he's a Christian, right? But you're talking about radio, and rappers can't make it unless they're on the radio, right? Watch this full thing. Watch this full thing. It's 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 all head energy out the gate, right? And there's a lot of false comparisons. We're talking about uh, book publishers. Who's trying to publish a book where they need a publisher in 2021? That's not even how it works. You know how you publish a book in 2021? You get popping. Want to see an example? Sneakers and Preachers or Preachers and Sneakers. They're going to be on the channel soon. Guess who reached out to to, to me? Their publisher. Why did they get a publisher? Because they got a popping Instagram. They got popping. Then a publisher came. Once you get popping, you can do what you want. This is is like, this is how it works now. Get popping. Get an audience. Then... The, 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 the people will come, or if you're really passionate about putting out a book, just put out a book. Boom, right? If I want to put out an album, I don't need radio. I don't need a record company. I just put the album out. And because I'm popping, a certain percentage of my tribe will buy it, and then they'll tell their friends about it. What if Barnes & Noble says, we're not dropping the book? Well, now Barnes & Noble gets hammered from Twitter, from the social justice warriors, from the, the hyper-left folks, and because... They are supporting hate speech. So now Barnes and Noble also has to drop. Like Barnes and Noble, like who shops at Barnes and Noble, man? The book, because they have to virtue signal, right? So if they don't drop the book, then they're not, you know, they're not woke anymore. They need those, here boy, here boy, they need those woke cookies, right? Well, if Barnes and Noble. The woke cookies, right? Woke cookies. That's otherizing. In case you didn't know what that was, that's otherizing. I'll give you another example of it. Sounds really bad. And then 2020 hits, I'm like, oh, that's what that scripture talks about. You mean there could become a time when people begin to do evil things and then they get adoration from the crowd, they get a slow clap from the world? Could there be a time when people do evil, wicked, immoral stuff and they get woke cookies from the world? 2020. Does that also mean that there could be a time? So again, woke cookies, right? <laughs> like, am I selling woke cookies, John? Because... Because I'm calling out the, the the comparison and interchanging of conservative. Like, is that is that me selling you woke cookies? Like, when we do justice and morality and righteousness, we know what those things are because they're defined in the Bible. By the way, we don't just like make them up. <laughs> justice in my own brain. Well, we don't make that stuff up. There's definitions of it in the Bible. Could it be that Christians could do justice, morality, righteousness? And get persecuted from the world for doing so. Yeah, that's exactly what that means. Okay, so, <laughs> hold on, let me play the rest of this clip. I mean, I guess I've always understood it, but I've never seen it. I just got to say this, honestly. You can go to Barnes & Noble. Watch this. You can, you can buy so much disgusting stuff. Sex, pornography, uh, all sorts of godless, I mean, uh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to say it. Because the Bible says, don't even don't even talk about such things. So I'm just going to stop talking about such things. <laughs> so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Okay, so John, the, John otherizes woke cookies again. Then whenever somebody, okay, I don't know if you can get pornography in Barnes and Noble. I've never, like, I haven't been in a Barnes and Noble in seven years. Okay. But so I don't know, maybe you can, who knows. Right. But it's this notion that you're comparing these do two different things. And, 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 and note when people use the word disgust, that's a otherizing term. When someone's disgusted with something, right, that the, that the hypocrisy or the standards are disgusting is a, it's, it's another indicator that it creates a us versus them, which I'll tell you why that's incongruent to a biblical worldview in a second. And it is incongruent, right? And words do matter, by the way. Words do matter. So when you're when you're using when you're saying woke cookies, disgusting, there's something behind those words. And um, so, and in, in, you know, somewhere in there, he's talking about parlor again, another false equivalency. You're comparing Christians to conservatives and parlor, and you don't even understand why parlor got shut down. I don't think Parler should have got shut down. Don't 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 think that Ruslan's on the left. I really am not. If you pay attention, you would know that I'm I'm not. But it's a, it's a massive difference between me getting shut down for preaching Jesus and Amazon coming to Parler and saying, hey, hello, there's, there's activity of people threatening violence against the vice president and you don't have a system to facilitate this. Can you fix it? No, we can't. Hey, we really need you to fix it. No, we can't. Okay, we're shutting you down. That's more or less what happened. They didn't really tell him we're shutting down. They just kind of shut him down, right? And then they said, hey, fix this system of people being able to threaten violence. And they said, we don't, you don't have one because we don't use AI. And that's what the parlor CEO said when they called into Ben Shapiro. I keep up with conservative commentators. So I'm going to play you guys this last clip. And I'm going to get to the, to the heart of what I think we're dealing here, okay? Bring culture under subjection to the Lord Jesus Christ that his name would be glorified in all the earth. He should be glorified in music, in the way I play bass, even in my singing. <laughs> Is that possible with my voice? Anyway, yes, it's possible, okay? In the way you raise your kids, in what you buy, things like that. I want to say this. Some people aren't going to like it. I don't mind at all. This is just my opinion, all right? I think that we are in a time of change. You see, a decade ago, I would have said, hey, don't, don't try to, you know, force me to go buy Christian shoes or Christian fill in the blank, or just because a Christian company, that Hobby Lobby, right? You know what I mean? I'm not going to go to Hobby Lobby just because it's Christian. I mean, somebody needs to make great products. If you make great products, I'll go there. We're at a, we're at a time, you guys, we're at a time with cancel culture that I'm starting to think, hey, it's time to put your money where your mouth is, man. And I know it's self-serving because I'm going to be pumping all my stuff today, <laughs> my wares, selling my wares in the marketplace. I don't have look, a problem with John selling stuff. his stuff. Fine. It's still a Sell your stuff. I think I'm going to get some of his beard oil, to be clear. So I'm not trying to be manipulative. I actually believe this. There's something changing with me. Why? Cancel culture is changing everything. There doesn't need to be government censorship to disincentivize any Christians from saying anything that we believe in the marketplace. I mean, look, I saw on somebody's Facebook page, I can't remember who it was, I wish I, I would give him credit. Okay, so he goes on and on. You should watch the full video, you think for yourself. I'm going to give you guys a couple Bible verses here in a second, but but let's just, he talked about Christian shoes, Christian sneakers. I'm going to buy Christian sneakers because they're Christian. Okay, um, am I the only one that watched Kanye go from $50 million in debt when he was living in debauchery performing at the PORN Hub Awards 
and then giving his life unapologetically to Jesus, renaming all the three fifties around the three the three fifty Yeezys around Christian names like Yashael and Yeshua and all these different things, and then all of a sudden, Yeezy is a five billion dollar company, and Kanye becomes a billionaire. Am I the am I the am I the only one that caught that? You know why that happened? Not because Kanye was a Christian and said all kinds of wild stuff, by the way. Wild conservative stuff, wild Christian stuff. Unapologetically, this man was just on it, like saying whatever he wants. You know why? And they tried to cancel Kanye. And they tried to cancel Kanye. We should be praying for Kanye in light of everything he's going through with Kim. But you know why they couldn't? You know why they couldn't? Because he made amazing product. Because them 350s are fire. I own two pair. I've owned three. I sold one of them. Right? I think this is what it, what it comes down to. So you don't have to call something a Christian sneaker in order for it to sell. You just got to make a fired sneaker and people more or less don't care if it's a Christian or not. Because Kanye got more Christian and more conservative and made more money and sold more sneakers. So wouldn't this disprove that and Yeezy is still a popping brand and they're still dropping stuff all the time because I get all their emails deeper issue with which is what I want to get out with some of us watching is the issue of self-fulfilling prophecy is that if you keep believing this nonsense you're going to operate in the world as such right you're going to operate in the world as such okay so so there's the issue of self-fulfilling prophecy if you guys all believe that you can't do this and then there's the issue of empire and not kingdom where where, where we are we feel like we're entitled to be a part of this worldly empire, this this conservative empire, this America first and Christian nationalistic empire, and instead of being about the kingdom, instead of being about kingdom business, okay? And so when you point it all out and you glue it all together, maybe that's the deeper issue. Maybe the issue is in his assessment after he addresses the issue, maybe the issue is that we have made the term Christian in church too broad. And now anybody that says Jesus is in and we have this nationalistic MAGA Christianity, conservative Christianity, right? Maybe the issue is now now we're more nationalistic. And so it's a broader term and, and anybody gets in. OK, maybe maybe that's that. And maybe that's why we're not leading. That's why, because we're we rather otherize, we rather create a us versus them mentality. We we rather we rather uh, to have a self fulfilling prophecy of no one's gonna like our products because we're Christians. You failed before you started. How do you know they're not gonna like your products? Imagine if Kanye was like, "Well, guys, I guess I'm just fifty five million dollars in debt, and uh, that's it for me. Might as well not even put out these Yeezys. Forget it." And then he puts out the Yeezys and, and Yeezy explodes and his net worth exp- he goes from 50 million in debt and he explodes to being a billionaire. As he got more Christian and more conservative. Imagine if he would have thought that. But that's not, see, that's not, that's, not, that's not kingdom thinking now, is it? That's not kingdom thinking. No, kingdom thinking is I'm the head and not the tail. Kingdom thinking is I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Kingdom thinking is, hey, I have the Holy Spirit, the, the, the God of, of, of eternity. It lives inside of me. His spirit lives inside of me. I can do all things, right? All things work for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. That's kingdom mentality. 
So I'm going to give you some verses. Some of you guys are going to be like, well, I don't want to get canceled because I'm going to get canceled. Okay, well, first of all, Jesus never promised us roses and flowers and 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 just the, the world is just going to come loving everything you do and that you're entitled to, you know, whatever. And by the way, I know I'm using Kanye's example. I'll, in my life, in my life, the more overt I got about my faith, the more successful I became. Look at my YouTube channel from four or five years ago. Look at what I was talking about then and look at when my channel exploded. I got more explicit with my faith. I started talking about Jesus more, not less. My products and my merch blew up more after I became, I became more passionate about my faith. Not politics, not marketing, not music, Jesus. So the fact that I'm even able to have this conversation and critique John and John is able to point out his frustrations with cancel culture is evidence that maybe this thing is a little bit too big and we've we've kind of amplified it a little bit in our heads. Just maybe, just maybe. I don't know. But even still, even still, what did Jesus promise us? Matthew 10, verse 16. Jesus sending us to the, sending out the disciples and then giving us an instruction on how to function on this side of eternity. Behold, I send you as sheep in the midst of wolves. Okay? Jesus told us, I'm sending you as a as sheep in the midst of wolves. Hmm. You mean that it's, it's not just going to be easy? Hmm. You mean that sometimes we got to work twice as hard to get half as far? Hmm. Interesting. When it... Want to go do some research and look up the time and the, and the climate that they grew up in? How was how was Rome to Christians? Huh? How was it? Was it worse than America? Probably. Yeah. Yet Jesus is telling them, "Hey, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves." And then, but here's the instruction. Here's the instruction. Here's the part that we don't want to ever think about. Therefore. Whenever there's a therefore, you've got to figure out what is there for, right? Therefore, therefore, sheep amongst wolves. Therefore, be as what? Wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Huh. Interesting. Be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. I have a, I have a, um, one of my, one of my first tattoos is a serpent and a dove. It's really interesting. So we are called to be wise, to be shrewd, to be strategic, to be calculated, to be intentional, right? And at the same time, to be harmless, to be blameless, to be, to, 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 to be without a reason to cancel us. If we're talking politics or conservatism or the world hates us, right? Don't give them a reason to hate us. Be shrewd. How can we be shrewd? How can we? Okay. Check out Proverbs 16. Hmm. The heart, 23, Proverbs 16, 23. The heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and adds persuasiveness to his lips. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the body. That's the ESV, by the way. That's the elect standard version. The heart of the wise... Remember, Jesus gave us new hearts, right? The heart of the wise, the heart of the wise makes his speech judicious, full of justice, full of just scales, 
not comparing Dr. Seuss with Jesus. They haven't taken the Bible off of Amazon. Ain't took, right? There's all kinds of Christian books on Amazon, right? Just scales, judicious. The heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and what? Adds persuasiveness to his lips. We've completely lost the art of persuasion and culture. We've completely lost the art of talking to people we disagree with in a civil matter and not otherizing them and not calling them disgusting and not calling them, right, Whoa, uh, you, oh, Ruslan, you're just trying to virtue signal. You want some woke cookie. You want some woke cookie. That's very persuasive to somebody you disagree with. Hmm. Interesting. So the heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and adds per- persuasiveness. Persuasiveness. All communication is at the end of the day is persuasion. All sales is is persuasion. It's all about persuasion. Are you trying to persuade somebody or are you just trying to otherize somebody? Are you trying to actually win somebody over to Jesus or are you just trying to um, show them how right you are? Would you rather be self-righteous or would you rather have humanity be reconciled to God? Because that's what we are, by the way. We're ministers of reconciliation, reconciling the world back to God. Hmm. Interesting. This is interesting. Proverbs 10, verse 19. In the, in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. But he who restrains his lips is wise. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is worth little. The lips of the righteous, the lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. If you're getting canceled, because you talk too much at work. Every single hot, bot, hot, hot take issue, you have a hot take about it and you want to give us your opinion on trans rights or this thing over here or that or whatever, right? And you just talking. Well, it says in the multitude of words, sin is not lacking. The more you talk and the more you say stuff, well, you're setting yourself up to potentially sin and potentially say maybe something that's not wrong, but just something that's unwise. And are you striving to be wise? Are you striving to have wisdom? By the way, this is why I always I always say this. Twitter is not a good platform for trying to unpack and discuss complicated, nuanced ideas. Text in general isn't. Why? Well, because anybody that's taken a communications class will tell you that 90% of communication is nonverbal. What does that mean? Well, that means that only 10% of what we're saying is actual words. The rest of it is body language, facial expression, tones, voice inflections, all these different things. And so you're going to get on Twitter and have really delicate conversations about polarizing topics and then be upset if your employer finds out that you believe in this fringe theory or this thing that the world has rejected and then be mad about it. Hmm. Maybe you just shouldn't be on Twitter if you can't control yourself. Oh, but that would require restraint and wisdom. Oh, okay. Interesting. And I'll I'll give you guys another verse. Romans 12. This is the the response. This is the response to when, when and if persecution comes. Bless those who persecute you. Oh, that means we're supposed to bless the the radical left when they want mm, woke cookies. Huh. Interesting. 
Bless those who persecute you. What if Christians were blessing the very people we felt we were persecuted by? Are we doing that? Are we doing that? Is that what we're known for? No, no, seriously. Like, is that what the church is known for? Because we just agree. I agreed with John that the church has the same divorce rate. The church has the same uh, uh, suicide rate. The church has the same anxiety, depression rate. The church has the same debt rate, right? So we're, we already look incongruent. We already look just like the world. And then we, we, we jump into, uh, we, we talk about facts over feelings, right? And then we jump into a feelings-based victim mentality when people persecute us. Interesting. Bless those who persecute you. Bless those who persecute you. Jesus said, love your enemies. Bless and do not curse. Don't otherize. Don't do woke cookies. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Did you weep when, when did you weep with the black community when George Floyd got brutally murdered? Did you weep for that? When Breonna Taylor got murdered, did you weep? I know I'm getting woke. I know uh, Ruslan's talking about social issues. He's a cultural Marxist. No, did your heart really break for those things? Or does it only break when it affects conservatives? Or does it only break when it, when it, when it affects soccer moms? Ah, no, now I'm poking. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we had a heart of flesh and we slowed down and actually listened to people that were different than us, Maybe they wouldn't be so quick to come at us when, when, when we say something they disagree with. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Interesting. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things. By high things, he's speaking about elitism and, 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 and being with prestigious people, right? Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Oh, wow. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things. Have regard for good things. Are you having regard for good things in the sight of all men? If it is possible, if it is possible, Okay, sometimes it may not be possible. I think right now in America in 2021, in the West in 2021, it's still possible. I think it's still possible. That may change. That doesn't change. That doesn't mean I don't love my enemies. That doesn't mean I don't bless those who persecute me. It may change, but as of right now, it is still possible. As much as it depends on you, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men, all people. And he goes on to say, beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give it place for it is written. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. When we start intertwining full on endorsement of political parties, full on, full on uh, conservatives and Christians interchangeably. Right. We're in some really murky territory. We're in some really murky territory. And if you listen to folks you disagree with, the folks that, 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 that the Jeff Durbins write off as the woke Christians or the woke church, the, like, they're not even endorsing political parties. Like, go sit down and listen to that Tadashi interview on Southside Rabbi. Really go listen to this if you're struggling with this and he, at least understand the, the, the viewpoint. They're not even endorsing any specific candidate. They're not even telling you how you should vote. They're just saying, you don't got to vote Republican. You don't got to vote for Trump if you don't want to vote for Trump. 
And here are the reasons why I'm not voting for Trump. And some of you guys, this is a lifeline. I'm, I'm literally giving you a lifeline in a different way to view these issues. Because you've, so, you've been so oppressed with all this conservative, is Christian, and all the, you, you just came out of all this stuff. Some of y'all even got wrapped into the QAnon thing and expecting March 4th for Trump to reign. Here's the lifeline. Here's the lifeline. Live at peace with everybody as much as it depends on you. Don't otherize people. And the deeper issue, let's just go a little deeper. I believe with all my heart that if Christians were known by the things that Jesus told us to be known by, love your neighbor as yourself, bless those who curse you, care for the least of these, okay? I truly believe that if we were known by these things, that we wouldn't live in fear and, 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 and afraid that we would get canceled, my opinion. That's my opinion. The issue is we look no different than the world. And then those of us who wave the banner of Christian aren't known by the things we're for. We're not. We're known by the things we're against. We're known by the sins we're against. We're not known by the values that we represent. No, that's not virtue signaling. That's being known by your virtues. Be known by the things you're for. If you're known by the things you're for, then Hey, maybe, just maybe, the world could disagree with you, but not want to cancel you. Or maybe you build your life in a way where they can't cancel you. Because you know what? I don't need a freaking book publisher. I don't need a record company. If you're known by those things, that means your finances should look different. Your marriage should look different. Your mental health should look different. The type of employee you are should look different. All these things should look different. Right? As John so eloquently put in the beginning of the video. But if we're just known by the things we're against, if we're just known by the, ah, I just, mm, the world, they just hate me, ah, self-fulfilling prophecy. And by the way, in case you didn't get the memo, there are none righteous, not even one. Even our good works are but filthy rags to God. There is no us versus them. There is no good guys versus bad guys. There's just bad guys and one good guy, and his name is Jesus. And while everybody else, every other religion, every other system is trying to tell you how to become a better good guy by doing certain things, okay? You, you want to become a better good guy. Hey, Jesus is saying, I came and I was the good guy that you could never be, and I created a path for you that you could never earn so you could have something that you don't even deserve, which is salvation and experiencing God in the afterlife and experiencing the kingdom of, of God on this side of eternity as well. That's the gospel. So this whole otherizing, if you understand the magnitude of your own sin, you, will, you, you, you won't have no time to worry about anybody else. And if you understand the magnitude of your own sin and that Jesus died for it, you will live humbly. You will live with humility. You will understand that, goodness gracious, but for the grace of God, there I am. That's not a license to sin and do anything you want to. Nope, that's not what I'm saying. But this whole us versus them, there's us, the Christians, the conservatives, the Republicans, and then there's the bad guys, the, the left, the, the Democrats, the, the socialist, the communist, right? It's nonsense. It's no us versus them. It's no us versus them. It's just us, fam. There's just us. There's us and there's Jesus. And that's it. And that's it. So those are my thoughts. 
Let me know what you think. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Joshua the King came down and bore it all. Yeah. Conversations front of the fireplace. All of my mistakes out of wire race. Wanna operate at a higher pace. Birth pains causing the body to dilate. On a first name basis with the worst pain facing. Moments in ice. Holy smokes, you made it through the entire episode. Shout out to you. Probably means you're rocking with what we're doing. And again, we ain't got no sponsors on this show, and I'm going to keep it that way. But what you can do to keep it sponsor-free is consider signing up for our King's Dream Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. Best way to get a hold of me, best way to hop into a group Zoom call, and the best way to partner with what we're doing here. Help us create more stuff just like this. Thank you for listening. Peace.